All the other countries of the world are like dough, Teres Israel. Dough means that it's mixed up, it's impure, because it's just like dough is made from flour and water and salt and other ingredients. It's like a mixture, whereas Eretz Yisrael, the lineage, the people in Eretz Yisrael are pure breads. In other words, they're, they're good Jews. Even so, Eretz Yisrael, Isla the bubble, compared to bubble, Eretz Yisrael is a, is a dough, is a mixture. Because bubble had the best Jews. Why? As we saw in the beginning of the Beric that uh, Ezra took up all the psulim, he took them with them to, um, to Eretz Yisrael, and he left bubble pure. However, this was always a contention, as we're going to see in the Gemara. What was a better yichas? In other words, that we'll see that people from Babel didn't want to marry people from Eretz Yisrael because they had uh, some psulim, some blemished people, some people whose whose uh, lineage was tainted. Could be mamzerim, could be this, could be avod, and whatever. So um, the people in Babel generally tried to avoid people from Eretz Yisrael, but there were times. Bimei Rebbe says the Gemara going on. They want to say days of Rebbe. There was a time when the people in Israel they want to say Babel. Is impure compared to uh, Eretz Yisrael. Amr Lahen, so uh, Rebbe, who was a descendant of Hillel and uh, who originally came from Babel, uh, was upset by that. Amr he said, You're putting thorns between my eyes. In other words, you want to say that Babel is impure compared to Eretz Yisrael? I'm from Babel. You're, you're, you're castigating, you're, you know, you're, you're uh, castigating me. You're saying that. Uh, my lineage might be suspect. But sometimes, if you want, you tap him from Rabchina Barhama. Rabchina Barhama, he will discuss it with you. He, is, he was also from uh, from Babel, and he'll. I'll let you give. I'll let you. Uh, let, I will let him join the discussion, and uh, he will refute you. Literally, Imam Rabchina Barhama. So, kind of join the discussion, uh, as Rabbi had suggested. Uh, this is the. Tradition that I have from Yisrael Yosi, Shemeshim who said the famous father of Yosi, Kol Artos Isler Tisrael, like we start of today's Gemara. All all lands are considered dough for Eretz Yisrael, meaning they're impure compared to Israel. Eretz Yisrael Isa LeBavel, and Eretz Yisrael is is impure compared to Babel, meaning Babel was the best lineage, best Yichus. The neighbor of Pinchas also Bichulasus Babel Isler Tisrael. His day also they wanted to make Babel. Uh, make it make it seem impure compared to. As again, we're talking about yichas. We're talking about lineage, family classifications, right? So um, in all these cases, so here again, days of, of, of Pinchas, they wanted to say that Babel is impure compared to Israel, right? Uh, compared to Israel, their genealogy is not as good as that of, of Eretz Israel. So Pinchas wanted to refute them. So he said, look, I'm an old man, and they're going to be upset by what I say, because I'm telling you in Israel, Eretz Israel has worse lineage as, as a, a more blemished people than we have. I'm going to say two halachas in the base medrash. So when I, after I say that, Taluni Barisa picked me up on my litter. In other words, carry me out. He was too old to run. So he said, as soon as I say these, take my baruts and run. Why? So he, he, because he didn't want to have a fight with them. He aisled when he went in there, Amalem, he told him two halachas. The first halacha was rather uh, strange. 
but because he knew it would it would um, cause people to start questioning and thinking about it. The first off, he says, ancient love Minatora. Minatora, birds don't need shrita. In other words, it's a Mirabana we do, but Minatora, birds don't need shrita. So he said that. And Adiyasu, kind of while they were looking at it, they're like, what do you mean they don't need shrita Minatora? It's all Mirabana, whole discussion about that. What? He told them the second look. I'm a little, you want to say that Eretz Yisrael is impure, is, is a pure and bubble, is not. It's not as, you want to say, bubble is less pure. Than Eretz Yisrael in terms of uh, of uh, genealogy, so I'm going to call it to Esau Eretz Yisrael. This is what I have a Kabbalah that all the countries of the world are considered impure compared to Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael, Esau of Babel, Eretz Yisrael is impure compared to Babel. Babel is the most pure, not that Eretz Yisrael was poor. And and his servants that Lou, they as he requested, since he knew this was going to cause a fight because the people in Eretz Yisrael they felt they were better. Not Luba recently they picked him up on his on his litter and his uh, carriage. But Ratsu they ran. Ratsu Achra, the people ran after him. They couldn't reach him. Yashvu Ubadku. So they sat to judge the thing themselves. Is it true, really, that Babel is more pure than Israel? We thought that Israel is more pure. Yashvu Ubadku Shikila Sakana. They they checked it out, and then when they checked it carefully, they realized that there were some families in Eretz Israel who um, they they would have they would have um, declassified them disqualified them that they were tough people and uh, if they would have said these people are not real chas or these people have a shemitz of soul uh, there would have been a fight a physical fight actually going to say kind of they stopped in other words they left it as is they didn't say they wanted to declare that Eretz Yisrael was more pure so uh, he told them the said no it's not. And then they started to check and look into family backgrounds, and they had, uh, I guess, records of all that. And it turned out that it wasn't so good. So rather than accuse the tough guys of being of bad lineage, they stopped. Amar Yochanan, Hechla by the Hechla, because he swore by the base because we had Yadenu. We really could classify these people. Uh, we could we could reveal uh, who, which families in Israel are blemished. Avamaya, so what should I do? Sharei Gdole Ador Nitmuba, because many of the Gdolim were mixed up among them. Some of the Kabitsikos, we had this on yesterday at the end of the top yesterday. It's really on this page, six, seventh line of the page. Rabbiitzvah said, once they got mixed up, we'll let them mix, stay mixed up. In other words, we have the ability to go in and check the lineage. But since many of the Gdole Ador got mixed up with these families, Let's leave things as they are. Omar Bay Afanan and Tinira, I've learned in a Bryce also, Mishbachas base at Srifa. There was a family, same family, they were on the other side of Jordan, the Richtla Ben Sion They pushed away Ben Sion, Adam Choshev Israel, and there was a family there, and Ben Sion, who was a tough guy, pushed them away. In other words, said, You're not part of the Jewish people uh, of Israel, and he pushed them away. Richtla, Yichoshem, he called it that they're, they're Psulim. This Ben Sion was a tough guy, Bizroa, with, with, with strength. In other words, there was one family who had questionable lineage, and he said, No, you're part of the Jewish people, you're good Jews. Another family didn't. If you're going to Elu, these kind of people that we know specifically, there's some question about them. Eliyahu will come, he'll say who's pure, who's not, who's, who should be pushed away, who should be, who should be uh, brought closer. The Gonel Diadim, these people we know, there's some specific question about them. But once a family has gotten intermarried with the Jewish people 
and you can't tell who's whom, then you just leave it the way it is. Tana Oda Haisa, There was another thing that the Chachamim wanted to reveal, or they, they could have revealed, but they didn't want to. In other words, there was another family there who they could have revealed, they, they knew who they were, they knew there was some soul there. But um, uh, besides the one that Ben Sion brought near, there was another family there that uh, uh, that they could have dealt with, but the rabbis didn't want to reveal it to cause problems and cause fights. So Avacham Moshe Moshe but the Chacham told their children, and their students, after once in every once every seven years, they said, you know, stay away from that family. I don't know if some say twice in seven years. In other words, don't publicize it. Probably that. Uh, like the modern one says, they that he told they told their students once a year, not one, not twice, uh, once in seven years, not twice in seven years. Get a time like we learn. Harani nazir, man, I'll be a nazir in lo agala mishpachos. I will be a nazir if I don't reveal who are the bad families, the blemished families. The it says over there, the bride said, yeah, nazir lo agala mishpachos. Rather, you should be a nazir and don't reveal, don't talk too much. So probably it's like. They told their students and their family members once in seven years. They don't want to talk about it. You know that somebody has a Shemesh Pshul, you don't publicize if it's not known. Another thing that they didn't reveal, this has nothing to do with uh, lineage, this is to do with the reveal Yashem Hashem. You know, we have the, we write Hashem's name, Yud Kevavke, or Yud Yud, it's abbreviated, uh, but we pronounce it Shem Adlus, Ado, and then Noi. The explanation thereof, the pronunciation thereof, told their students how it's how it's read and how it's written and how it's explained. would tell their students once in seven years. I don't know. Some say again twice in seven years. We don't want to talk about Hashem's name too much because uh, saying Hashem's name can uh, can cause uh, curses, etc. Because uh, problems. Probably, we go like the sheet, he only tells that he only explains Hashem's name once in seven years. This is my name forever. And it's written without the Vav in the Olam, but rather in the Olam, it's written as if it's supposed to be hidden. The Olam is hidden. Uh, Rabba wanted to darshan it in the Yeshiva. An, elder, an elderly uh, rabbi told him, keep it hidden, don't discuss it. It says, Why does it say, I am not called the way I'm written. I'm written as Yud but I'm pronounced as Hashem Adnus. Not Hashem's real name. So uh, that's the trust. You just brought that down because that's also something that we don't talk about. And you don't talk about family lineage either. And even here we see that Elio will, if there's a specific family that was known, this is their family. So maybe Elio will say these are pure, these are impure. But once they got mixed up and intermarried, we we uh, we let it go. Tanrabarn. We're all Kazar. Yeah. Uh, now we're going to talk about that. We're, what are we? Tanrabarn. Rishona Shem Ben Ben Originally, no, we, Hashem, we know Hashem's full name has maybe forty-two letters. Originally, he says there were twelve letters. We don't know what they are. They would tell everyone. Once the 
uh, the people of low character uh, increased, and they would they would use the uh, Shem's name of twelve letters, which we don't even understand what it is. Lo Pirshulanu. Rashi says Shem ben Shemes just and Abram says Lo Pirshulanu. We're not explained to us. Uh, once they, those people started using it, they only gave it to the snuim among the Kohanim, among the modest people among Kohanim. When the Kohanim would go up to Duchen and they say Hashem's name, Hashem's name in it, these snuim among the among the Kohanim who knew not to reveal it to everybody, they would mumble the twelve-letter name. And so that it wouldn't be heard. In other words, as the other Kohanim would be saying Hashem's name, the way we pronounce it, Ado and then Noi, they would pronounce the 12-letter name quietly so people understand. Tanya Rav Tafim was a Kohen. Rashi brings down Rav was a Kohen. And once there was a famine and there, was, uh, there wasn't a lot of food, but there was some truma food, that there weren't a lot of Kohanim. Tafim married 300 women, or at least betrothed 300 women so that they could eat truma for, for, you know, for... Uh, Humanitarian reasons, as we say, humanitarian reasons to be able to feed them, not to marry them, really. But he, he betrothed them, so they were really married. One time, I went up to Duchen with my uncle, the Duchen to Duchen to to bless the Jews. Who were, they were, his uncle was a coin, he was a coin. He tastes me, and I turned my ear. Aisel coin guttle. He means the coin Godel, like coin Godel, but the coin was a, a, a greater Shamati Shavuya, Shem Ben Imas Achabakam. I heard him say the name of Hashem, the 12 letter name, uh, you know, swallowed up with the uh, the singing of the Quran and meaning that you couldn't hear it specifically, but he did say Hashem's name in the 12 letter form. I'm Shem Rabam Shemosios, Amosimoso, the name that Hashem's name that has 42 letters, Yom Kibbe El Lamisha Sanua. They only give it to a person who is modest for anav, and anav is modesty in character. Sanua is modesty in dress, in actions, in his uh, the way he speaks, etc. But Ome Bachasiyam, if he's at least probably 35 years old, then of course he doesn't get angry, he doesn't get drunk, he doesn't stand on, on ceremony, he's forgiving of people, he doesn't stand on his uh, kavod. Chaliyodo. <laughs> Whoever knows the shame Hashem in 40 letters and is careful with it and guards it, Batara, over the Mali, he's loved above and Echmed Lamata, and he's endeared down here in this world. They mustn't tell Sabrios, people who are afraid of him out of because he was such a tzaddik, but no and he inherits two worlds. So that's the special name of Hashem. Back to our issue of who's pure, Babel or Israel. So again, the, the going as far is that Bubble was considered the most pure, and Eretz was not because Ezra brought up a lot of a lot of dregs with him. Amr Shmuel, Mishmei the Saba, Shmuel is the name of the elder. Bubble becheskes Cheromedes. Anybody from Bubble, if you're talking about a shidduch, you can assume that they are fit, that there there's no uh, there's no uh, taint of blemish. Among them, until you, you hear something specific, until you know. Otherwise, in Islam, the presumption is that they are fully kosher. Other countries, assume, you assume that they are not fit Jews. You have to check it out until you find out how they were nisher, how they were approved. Eretz Israel, what about the land of Israel? That's in between, as we've learned before. If there's a presumption 
of, of a blemish in this family, you have to assume it. You have to uh, uh, assume it and, and take precautions. If he's presumption of sheriffs in their family, and it's kosher. So the Gemara says, kosher. you say If there's a presumption that there's a blemish in their family, it's possible. Hostama. If there's no presumption of that, it's kosher. Then you say If there's a presumption of kashras, then it's kosher. Hostama psul. So if there's no presumption of psul or of kashras, which one is it? Han Lasil to marry them, then you have to assume that it's a this the presumption is that you have to check it out, that it's possible. But Khan Lotzi to say you must divorce her, once you're divorced, we don't take her out unless you have specific evidence. In other words, in Eric's straw, the presumption is you have to check it out before you get married, because we don't know that it's kosher. That means as a stama, it's not as kosher as Bavel. Uh, but once you're married and say, listen, she's no good, you got to get rid of her, for that you better bring proof. If they talk in the languages they speak in Babel, you can marry them off, you can assume if he speaks, if the family speaks their way, the same language, the same dialect they speak in Babel, you can marry. That was then. But nowadays, now that there are crooks, we're able to mimic the the, the tongue, Chayshina, we are concerned, and you don't assume just because they speak Russian Babel, they speak that the language in Babel that they are kosher, but you must check it out. Ziri, was from Eretz Yisrael. We know he was the martyr in Eretz Yisrael, and Ziri came from Babel, and he learned in Eretz Yisrael, like many people do. Right? They come from Chutzlarts and they learn in Eretz Yisrael. So Ziri, uh, Ziri learned by Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan. Um, Wanted to take Ziri as a son-in-law, so he tells you the story of Ziri. He evaded Rabbi Yochanan. He said, "Marry my daughter." One day they were walking because of they were walking on the road. They came to a pool of water, and um, Rabbi Yochanan, out of respect, Ziri, out of respect, Rabbi Yochanan, didn't want Rabbi Yochanan to trudge through the water. So he put Rabbi Yochanan on his shoulders. Ziri did. Ziri put Rabbi Yochanan's shoulders and carried him through the water, so he didn't sure have to get wet. Become an overlay, and he uh, and he carried him across the water. Uh, he took him across the water, so he would have to get overlay. So Rabbi Yochanan turned to him and said, "A rising share of my Torah is kosher to you, Vince but my daughter is not. In other words, you learn by me, and you show me such great respect that you won't marry my daughter. My daughter, what's your concern? because you learned that I'm Mishnah Sar Yosanol that what that the ten uh, various uh, genealogical specifications came up from Babel, right?" And we have all these impurities in among us in Israel. What about Kani? What about Kani Vilavia? What about among them were Kohanim and Leviim? Atu Kani Vilavia of Israel, You think he took them all up? We understand the dregs, the Mamzeirim, the Nasinim, the Avadim. I understand he took them up. Did he take up all the Kohanim and Leviim in Israel? He didn't take them all up. Right? Just like, just like some of the Kohanim and Leviim in Israel stayed in Babel. Same thing, um, you know, same thing, uh, the, some of the uh, dregs also stayed in bubble. In other words, just like, just like Gohan Levim Yisrael, he didn't take them all up. He didn't take up all the dregs either. So, in other words, we're both in the same situation. Bubble, just like Eretz Yisrael has some bad ones, Bubble also has bad ones. We're the same. If you uh, you think you're all, you're so pure and I'm not, we're the same. He forgot Hodam Rav 
This is Rabbi Lazar said, Rabbi Lazar said that no, Ezra didn't leave any of the dregs there. He didn't come up to Israel until he left Baba like pure, fine flour, meaning that there were no dregs there. He left, yeah, maybe left some crown in Israel, obviously. He left some Jews there. Most of the wealthy Jews didn't want to come, but the um, but the, he didn't leave that any bad ones there. Without it itself. Yeah. <laughs> that what? That they didn't want to come. Yeah, right, right, right. They didn't want to come back. Tyra, they were learning Tyra there. Okay. Yeah. Um, Ula, Iklo, the Pompadisa. Ukla came to Pompadisa. Obviously, that was in Bavo. Rashi says, when it says in the Gemara Gola, Rashi says it on this page and on the next page. Pompadisa Kari Gola, Rosh Hashanah. That's a classic case of, of uh, exile. To Ulukla Pompadisa, the Bey Rab Yehuda. He went to the house of Yehuda. Chosye, Lerav Yitzchak, Rav Yehuda. saw that Rav Yitzchak, the son of Rav Yehuda, the Gadol, he already was an advanced age. He was probably 17, 18, which was an Alta Bacher in those days. And he wasn't married. So he visited Rabbi and he says, Rabbi son isn't married. I'm going to let you. My time will come to Lamar. Why don't you take a wife for your son? Your son's of age already. You should get married. Do I know where to take him from? Do I know where to, where to, to, to get somebody from? In other words, he was in Bobo, right? And Bobo had purebreds, but he wasn't so sure about anything, right? Certainly after marriage, Israel was considered inferior genealogically by lineage was considered inferior. So he said, do I know him? Amulei, so Ula answered him, uh, like what Michael just said before, do we ourselves know where we came from? Do we ourselves, you're worried about taking a wife, and do we ourselves know them? Do we have to maybe we come from those that it says, in Eicha it says, they afflicted the women in Siam, meaning they abused the women. The Sulas Barihuda, the young virgins in Arihuda, they were uh, defiled. So maybe we come from those unions uh, where they, we, we, where our ancestors uh, uh, were raped. Uh, we hold not like the other sheet that we had. That happened with the Basisrael. The Vlad is a mamzer. We hold it's kosher. So even if our Great, 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 great grandmother was raped by uh, an Evid or a guy. The, the child is still a kosher Jew. The, the, okay, maybe so. Maybe we're not from them. But don't have to see what says. Says an Amos says, They sleep on ivory beds, and they foul, foul up their beds. What does it mean? They foul up the beds. People who urinate. In front of their beds naked, which is considered disgusting. It's considered, you know, not uh, proper etiquette. When we got a uh cursed them, yelled them, he says, Yachi, <coughs> what do you mean? I, it's certainly not polite to do that. Uh, but is that the Heinrich uh, Simon says afterwards, they're going to go exile in the head of the exiles. They're going to be the first one in the exile. Just because they did this. Uh, improper uh, thing to, to uh, urinate in front of their beds naked wasn't a proper thing to do. For that, they're going to go into Gaulus first. Elam Rabur says, no, what the Pusik's speaking about, when the Pusik says, mm-hmm. they sleep on beds of ivory and they foul up their beds. These are people who get together with parties, they eat and drink together, and they attach the various beds one to another. 
Umachlif and Shusayan. And there's, they have what we call it today, we call that an orgy. And they have a big orgy and they sleep together and they exchange wives, and they foul their beds with semen which is not theirs. Oh, this is already uh, adultery from which they give them zayim. So maybe we come from them, Ula said to Rabbi Yehuda. Amalei, so Rabbi Yehuda said, you're right, we don't know where we came from. Who's going who's gonna to say? Hey, so what should we do? Amalei, so he said, Ula told them, Zil Go seek the families who are quiet, who, who, who are quiet. Kihai the but right? Kihai the people in Eretz Yisrael, Ula came from there to to Papadisa. He said, like in Eretz Yisrael, the Neimarav in the West, that's in Eretz Yisrael. That's where that's how they check they check out people to know if they're a good family lineage. Kiminsu betray ba'adiyadari when two people are fighting, quarreling. Chazu heminayad the kardom shas. Who's the one who's quiet first? Who's the one who, so to speak, walks away from the fight? Amri Haim This is the he is of superior of superior lineage. Right? The one who's quiet first. So do that. That the ones in Baba who are quiet, that's that shows that they're really miyuchas. They are very they're of superior breeding. Rab is is that really the case? But Rab went up to the base Shifas the gears. He went to that family. And he told his the servants to check them out. Mashman that he checked out. He asked them for their yich, what we call a yichis brief. You know, their their letter of um, of uh, lineage, pedigree. Right? Right. They want a whole pedigree, but in a, in a form of a written document. My lobby doesn't mean they checked out their like their pedigree in uh, you know going back and finding just check them out, see if they are quiet, if they walk away from fights. Often come with a buduko check. Isha sikilosh. Are they the ones who are quiet or not? I'm Rabbi Yerav. If you see two people quarreling with one another, shemetz psul yesh bechamehem. You know what the reason they're fighting is because there is some, there is some taint of blemish in at least one of them. Then minichem also libarik echad bechamehem. Hashem, so to speak, uh, providence doesn't allow them to. Uh, be friendly and maybe intermarry with one another because if one's fighting, that shows that he's not of good character. So he has on not just two people, the same thing for two families. One of these families has a taint, something impure, something that disqualifies them. And Hashem does not allow one to uh, to join, to cleave to the other one. Amra Papa. Amra Papa Sapa. The elder of Papa said, Mishmei the Rabbi. Bavel Bria. Bavel is healthy. Meaning, here we're talking about this is as the metaphor. When we say healthy, we don't mean healthy that they, you know, that they all, uh, they're not taking any pills, but they're healthy in the sense that they are purebreds, that they are fine lineage. Mishon Mesa. The place called Mishon, that's death. What does that mean? They're all Mamzerim there. They're all Mamzerim. Rashi's Mesa Mamzerim Gemur. They're definitely all Mamzerim. Madai chola. Madai is sick. Right, we'll see what that means. That sick meaning in the sense that um, most of the people there are kosher, but there's a minority of people who are who are uh, um, disqualified. Right? Most of them are alive. Like uh, most people, as we'll see, what's them seeing sick and dying? Elam, that place goes us. There are people dying. Mabin Cholon the Gosin, they're both sick. What's the same person who's sick 
or a person who is near death. Most people who are sick live. And most people who are ghosts, and that means they're near death, most of them die. That's a call that we have. So what he means to say is, Babel is all pure breads. Mishan is all mamzerim. Uh, Madai is uh, as sick people, is sick, meaning in the sense most people that are kosher, but there's a minority who are not, you have to check it out. And the last one, Elaine, is ghosted. Meaning most of those people are are disqualified, and only me is kosher. Okay. And then, so we say, okay, so we've said till now that Babel is kosher. Now, where was Babel? Babel was considered, Babel's not necessarily exactly where we have it today compared to where we are. Babel is always considered, Rosh explains, in the north, right? That was from Babel. Babel was the north of Israel, and it was bounded on two sides, on the west side by the Euphrates, the Pras, and on the, on the east side by the Chidekel, the Tigris. Now, the, um, so we know that Babel was between those two rivers. The Rashi explains that the Pras eventually emptied out, as they came to the bottom, emptied out into the Chidekel, and now the question is, once it emptied out into the Chideko, how far did Bubble go? Meaning, you say they're from Bubble, oh, they're purebreds. You could, anybody from Bubble, you can marry, no problem. How far, what are the boundaries? How far does it go? That's the Gemara asks now. How far is Bubble? Rav Amar Ad Nahar Azak. So when we say over here Ad Hechan, we don't mean east and west pretty much because we know it's bound by the two rivers, right? But how far down does it go? Ad Hechan, uh, Rashi explains that. How does it go far does it go out once it down, down by the Chideka? When it ends down the Chideka, how far does it go east and west? So uh, Rav says, Ad Nahar Azak. Shmuel says, Ad Nahar Yuani. Two different rivers until those places. Right? I don't know if those rivers are extended today or not. Le'el Sarecha. Now, Le'el means, Le'el Rashi says, means Le'tzad Doro. Meaning, even though you know, we think of north and south as, as the north spilling into the south. Bubble was north of Israel, but Bubble Israel was higher. So as we said that when the um, when there's rain in Eretz Israel, the simmer, right? This, if the if the if the uh, Euphrates is overflowing in Bubble, it's a sign there's a lot of rain in Israel, and it flows down into uh, even though it's going north, it's going it's going down uh, and it's going down into Bubble. So La'el bediglas adhecha. When he says la'el means how far, how high does uh, does it go? Means that how high does it go? Meaning how far south does it go? La'el bediglas etzadorim adhecha. Meaning the diglas is the diglas, which is the the chidekel, the tigris. How high up? In other words, how far up does it go? Closer to Eretz Yisrael, meaning towards the south. How high is it? Adhecha. Rav Amar ad Bagdav Avlan until those two places. Shmuel Amar ad Mushkini. Below Mushkin Chal. Mushkin is not included. So Mushkin is not part of Baba. I Bamar Kiya Baraba, Amushmu Mushkani Hare Kugola, Liuchsin is like Pumpadisa. We said Gola is Pumpadisa for Yuchsin, so it is part of Baba. El Ad Mushkani Mushkani Mukhla means until Mushkani and Mush and Mushkani is included. So here we say Ad Bagdav Abna is considered um that that's how high on the on the Hideko, uh that high up towards Israel. Again, it's going south. That's all part of Baba. And Shmuel says until Mushkani and Mushkani is included too. Tachas means below, meaning as we go north, north on the north side of Babel, how far? To the lower Afamya. Why? Because there were two. There were two Afamyas. One is the upper one, one the lower one. 
One had one was part of Babel and had kosher Jews. The Chad Psula, one was Puzzle, had non-kosher Jews. Now Rashi explains. So he said, I'd to saw until the lower one. Shmuel says, I'd to saw until the lower one. There were two. There was an upper one and a lower one. Uh there was a parsa parasang between the two, but the kapiadadi, they were mocked with one another. They didn't even lend fire, in other words, uh, chips or whatever, from one to another, so that they shouldn't intermix. They didn't want to do, do with anybody else. So Rashi says, Rashi says, right before the lines get wide, only goes to the lower one, not to the upper one going north. So he says only to the lower one, the upper one was bad people. The lower one was okay. All right, but he says, he says, until lower, but even the lower one was not the chlau. So it's mashma here that uh so it only went down till Babel, meaning it only went down till the lower one, and the lower one was not included. The upper one was included. The lower one was Tachtona. So it's Mashma that here we're talking about meaning Rashi says again that the Tachlis means itself to the north, right? To the north, so it means up until the lower one. And the lower one was not included. The upper one was. So it means upper and lower is a little bit stranger here because we're talking about towards the north side, towards the north side of, uh, the, uh, towards the north side of Babel. Um, how uh, how far does it go? The Tachlis bugs as it as this goes down. So he says only up until the upper one, but the lower one was not included. saw and the lower one was not included. The, the Eliona was kosher, meaning the Eliona, meaning I guess that's the 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 higher one, but Going north, it's the first one that you would hit. But the Sula Tachtona was not the lower one, was not was not good. So he says when you say as you go down, you only go up until the uh Apanya El The upper one was okay, that was part of Babel. If you went further down to the lower one, again going north, but it's mixing up going north, it's going north, but it's the lower Apanya, that was not kosher because that wasn't included. Um the Simonech, the Simon is the Psulta, the Mishtaya Mishas. The one of the, the, the Simon that you know that the lower one is the one that's possible is because they speak there in the Lashon of Mishon. Mishon, we said before, there everybody's Mamzeir. Mishon is Mesa, it's like dead. Okay, now on the Pras River, Rashi says here, the Pras, Alsfas Pras, Mamrava Shel Babel, Adhechon Arch Mashachadorum. So how far? In other words, Laela meaning, meaning Laela means to the side, to the south side, like the upper, the upper side is again the, the, the water is going down from Eretz Yisrael to Babel. Um, how far down? Uh, how far um, Laela meanings above? It goes above, and we're going going south, going south towards Eretz Yisrael, meaning the upper part of the process. How far does that go on the on that side on the west side of Babel? Until the fort of Tulbakni. Shmuel says, I tishra de be pras. So first we're assuming that Shmuel's adding on even more. That not only until the act of the moment, but even until the Geshra Pras, which was 
higher up, meaning closer to Eretz Yisrael. Rabbi Yochanan Ad Mavra de Gizma until the ford of Gizma, even further. Layat Abaya, Abaya cursed, became Rabbi Yosef, either Abaya or Yosef cursed at the Rav. Rav, why? Because Rav said it goes as far as Akka the Pulgrim. He says it didn't go that far, meaning though that, that area was not so pure. If he cursed Rav, and Shmuel said it goes even further, he should have cursed Shmuel too. He cursed all of them because he says that Bubble didn't go that far. He only cursed Rav. Uh, uh, he only cursed Rav. He didn't curse Shmuel. I think the word cursing here is a little bit, uh, a little bit of a glisma, but it's it's ideas that he was upset by what he said. What happened was when Shmuel said until Bubble, uh, until how far does the Pras go? Meaning how far is Bubble towards Eretz Yisrael on the west side? He said when he said Gishras um, Pras until the the um, the bridge of Beit Pras. At that point, the bridge of Beit Pras was was lower towards the Babel, wasn't as high up. So Rav was taking it further, and Shmuel said it wasn't going as far. Now the Persians have rebuilt the uh, that bridge and made it further down. Uh, that's why he doesn't ask the Tachat of Prasad, Echel Bisho Pras, Yofer Bechideko, Ba'od Babo, Mashach Slamat, and then Ada Pamit the Soa, Kiramaleo. So, therefore, what happened was that the, we thought originally that Shmuel was saying it goes even further, but truth he was saying it goes even less. Amalea Bailer, Abel Say, Bahogis of Prasad, on this side of the Pras, how far does it go? Meaning, we said that the bubble is between the Chideko on the east side and the Pras on the west side. But is it, does it end exactly there? It doesn't even go a little bit beyond the bank of the river, like a little bit to the east side, like St. Louis and East St. Louis across the other side. That's no good. We're concerned about the city of Biram, which was to the west of the Pras, the west of Babel. The the finest, the finest pedigree of Pompadisa. Um, they would take women from there. So I'm telling you, Biram is also okay, even though it's to the west of, of uh, in other words, these lines are not exact, right? It's not exactly you could draw a line. Even to the west of the Pras, which was really not Bubble anymore, but just to the west of there was a city in which they were very fine people. So in other words, it spilled over here and there, and that's how it ends. All right, so tomorrow's tomorrow, we'll pick it up from here from Amra Papa. Uh, that this, again, a continuation of the good lineage of Babel uh, and how far we take, where does that apply? Allah. Have a good day.